0: What's your name, darling? I'm Magita. Megita Perez. Well, Megita, what would you say if I asked you to join Masha and me later upstairs? Masha? Me? Is Brian the person I should talk to to negotiate that? No. No, I'll handle it.
1: I'm, uh, 300. Cash, up front.
0: Room twelve six. We'll be there by ten thirty. Sounds good. Except there's a two hundred dollar fee if I'm going above the tenth floor. I'm afraid of heights.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Boys Watching Girls. We're just two boys watching HBO's Girls. We're your hosts. I'm Joe Welke. I'm Vance. And today we're talking about Season 5, Episode 6, which is, overall, this is Episode 48 in the series, and it's titled The Panic in Central Park. It is directed by Richard Shepard, written by Lena Dunham. The original air date was March twenty-seventh, two 2016, to an audience of 586,000 people, .586 million. And I have to, if I had to give this... Uh, episode a different title other than the panic in central park i might name it another man's trash <laughs> or marnie's one man's trash or you know something similar to that because this is an all marnie all the time episode yeah yeah you've been uh you've been asking for uh, an episode
2: that's just not
1: an episode that's one of the girls that's not hannah um, yeah because i i'm i'm it feels like Hannah always gets those episodes. She always gets the one-off shots of her, and then uh, we get this Marnie episode. And uh, you know, be careful what you wish for. You know, <laughs> might be a little bit of a monkey paw situation. <laughs> well, it's interesting this season because we almost got a full-on
2: Shoshana episode.
1: Yeah, when she was in Japan. Yeah, with they, AD Bryant. But uh, we they didn't they didn't stick fully with that. It did not pull the trigger, but yeah. they pulled the trigger on this Marnie episode. And like there were some things that I was happy about, some story developments that I was happy about, and then there are other things that I was like, what the fuck? Like this this episode just felt like a weird fever dream. Like it didn't like it didn't exist or something. <laughs> Absolutely. Like I was waiting
2: for it to be a dream sequence the whole time. Uh yeah. and I know the show doesn't do that. Mm-hmm. And I know It felt like uh, the end of season one where the wedding's happening and you're just Mm -hmm. like, Jess's wedding's happening and you're like, is this real? This isn't real (laughs) yet, right? And you're like, well, we're 20
1: minutes into the episode. Is it still real? Yeah, this is a very self-contained story almost. And then just, uh, uh, well, let's just get into it. Yeah. Um so we don't have to have our usual debate about who to follow i was gonna ask like should we do like, should we do hannah or desi first <laughs> yeah who goes first in this one? hold on i gotta take off my jacket it's getting a little warm because i'm getting a little fucking heated oh boy classic joe stripping down getting, uh, getting heated took 40, here we go took 48 episodes from us stripping on the podcast <laughs> so we start off the episode with marnie and she's got headphones on and she's working on something on her computer and desi is sitting exactly right next to her with his guitar singing nonsense it seems like and marnie's just getting pissed and she eventually takes off her headphones she's like what what do you want why are you staring at me what are you doing and he's like i just uh you know i wanted to sing a song i wasn't staring at you i was just singing a song She's like, no, you're staring directly at me. Like, what the fuck is your problem? I'm trying to do something. I don't want to talk to you right now. And he's like, well, I want to talk to you because you're the love of my life and my Bella and all of this bullshit. And she eventually just kind of snaps on him. And she stands up and Desi is just kind of like, why are you being so cruel to me? She's like, I'm not being cruel. I'm not being cold. I... Just need some space. You're up my ass all the time. And Desi doesn't seem to understand that. And uh, he starts to call her cruel and cold and all these things and calls her Bella all the time, which is just the most douche chill thing in the world. It feels really condescending when he says it, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then uh, Marnie is basically just saying that how annoyed she is at him. And then he starts sobbing like a little little weirdo yeah he that's his uh go-to move when things get too uh too stressful and you know and you know it's not real because he'll snap out of it so quickly like this dude is a psycho he's
2: an emotional wreck yeah there's no there's no
1: ways around it um yeah yeah Yeah. and uh the scene basically ends with marnie being like i need some space i'm going out bye yeah she walks out uh, with Desi screaming, Bella, Bella. Well, well
2: uh, I forget if you mentioned uh, that he says, like, he's going to kill himself or something. Uh, oh, yeah. And then she says, no, you're too narcissistic to kill yourself. Yeah. yeah. yeah and yeah. I remember that Hannah says that exact same thing about Marnie.
1: What? Like in wow. a different episode. That's a good callback, dude. In a different episode. That's she's like, oh, she's not going to kill
2: herself. She's too narcissistic for that. So it's really interesting that, you know, I mean, not interesting, just kind of like an Aaron Sorkin-esque, like writers have their lines that they kind of use a bunch. Um, Yeah. But yeah, I I thought Um, that was interesting because also we talked about suicide being brought up nonchalantly and casually in the show a lot.
1: Yeah, and it is an interesting thing to do, and that's a very manipulative thing to do. To be like, if you leave, I'm going to kill myself. Yeah, and it's brought up twice in this episode. Yeah, dude, yeah. it's wild. So she leaves. Uh, she's listening to a song that's the lyrics are basically, I don't love you anymore. I don't, and it's like, wow, okay, foreshadowing. Marnie is in a mood. She's in her feels, and we know exactly where this is going. So she's walking, she's listening to the I don't love you no more song, and she's walks in it like this graffitied kind of. Uh, metal shutter type part of town, and there's dudes cat calling her. And she gets to the last guy, there's a group of four of them. She gets to the last guy, and he just says, Hey, and we find out it is Charlie. Charlie is back. Charlie's back in a big way. I, I, I thought that Charlie was gone forever. I did
2: not think we'd see this actor again. I did not. Me think neither, see especially Charlie.
1: after. Especially after our episode with uh, Jeremy, yeah, talking props with Jeremy, uh, it seemed like there was some bad blood between the 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 production of Girls and the actor who plays Charlie. Mm-hmm. And Charlie looks so different in this, and he also, I mean, it's called out later. Yeah, he talks so differently. That I was like, is this actually the same actor?
2: Yeah, he has an accent, I and mean, it is the same actor. Like, I kind of, I had to do a double take too, because I was like, did they just make a guy that cast a guy that
1: looked like Charlie and throw him in? here? Yeah, um, yeah. But no, it, it sounds- was so, it was so weird because, so he goes up and he's talking to and He's like, hey, can we talk? And she's basically like, you haven't fucking, you left me, told me that you, I, you don't love me, and that I'm a spoiled baby piece of shit and we haven't seen each other in two years. Like, what do we have to talk about? By the way, I'm also married, and he's like, oh, cool. Yeah. But it is wild because he is talking so he has an accent and Marnie's like, what are you doing? Why are you talking like that? Yeah. Like you don't talk like that. Yeah, it's almost like a
2: a a slight Hispanic New York. You know, I,
1: kind of I I don't even yeah, I don't know what the accent is that he's going for, but he definitely doesn't talk like Charlie anymore. He doesn't yeah. really even look like Charlie, and he's hanging out with these dudes in this shady spot, like this uh,
2: industrial part of like probably Bushwick or I don't know wherever they filmed this. But uh, and it's just like he's just sitting there, and it's this like line pan, like you would do like mm-hmm. a like a Home Depot, like like I'm trying to. I, I watched a show Wayne recently. On Amazon and like one point they get picked up from like Home Depot where the like people are like trying to get jobs, you know, Mm -hmm. and it has that like camera move where it like goes down the line like they're just Mm -hmm. waiting to be picked up like they're just standing and they're like on the in the middle of nowhere like not like a work break
1: yeah like, that's what i was wondering i was like what were they doing before yeah. marnie walked by yeah like what is happening And it's just four dudes sitting on like a, a garage like a loading, loading dock a, thing. a loading dock that's not
2: active that no one is and I, I don't know if it's saturday i don't know what day it is or whatever and it led to the fever dreamness of it all you know
1: yeah because it just did nothing seemed real about it it was just very very weird yeah um so Charlie chases her down. He's trying to get to know her and like have some kind of conversation with her and be like, oh, the, the last two years was a mistake. And and then his friends come his like weird, druggy looking friends. Yeah. Before that, he mentions, oh, she mentioned like he was
2: an asshole. And he says, oh, my dad had died. Then he committed suicide. He hung himself. That's why yeah. I was, that's why I told you I never loved you. Uh, and I was a jerk and yeah like you said the that friends, seemed like it was made up it seems like it was made up and also i don't understand why i don't understand why marnie is buying this like why she's thinks this is like oh charlie you're sitting in the middle of the nowhere like you talking about your multiple failed businesses like why is she like okay like i get it she had a falling out with desi but seeing charlie would be like okay i need to go but, think about this last episode um or one of the last few episodes she went back to apologize to desi which you were really pissed off about um Mm -hmm. but she did it just because she was like oh hannah you're doing the same thing i did to desi you would think Mm -hmm. her seeing this rundown charlie would have the same effect where she's like all right at least it's not him i'll go back to Desi, stay with him like it's not a they said at like one shouldn't send you one way and the other not you know
1: yeah i don't know man i I can't describe this episode other than it does feel like it's one of those dreams that feels real but it isn't but there i I mean we're not even like five minutes into the episode where where i'm like what the fuck is going on in this episode yeah and i'm just waiting for Um,
2: something to like I'm like, all right, let me just get my feet on the ground at some point. <laughs> like, because
1: you just yeah. introduced Charlie. This is wild. Is he really there? Uh yeah. And oh, and then I- it was also like the why is he talking differently? Like and then she's she's mentioned she's asking him about like what happened to his business. And he's like, What business? Mm-hmm. She's like, you know, the business that you had, the app. And he's like, Oh yeah, that was just like a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. And just brushes it off. And it's like, what other businesses has he had? And like, what is his Where's he been? He's not dressed like a person that's got things together either. No, and he's not hanging out with people that look like they have their things together either. Yeah. I mean, the one guy. Especially the that UPS. one guy. The one guy. Uh, yeah. What is it? Rips? He's got yeah, a job rips. at least. He's working at UPS. Yeah, they all want to like meet up, meet with Marty, and be like, oh, so who's this? He's, yeah.
2: And Charlie's like, stay away. And apparently Charlie has some job he's done with them later that we never see. Yeah, Um, which I thought was like, oh, this is why the next scene is happening. But Mm -hmm. I was like, is at one point I was like, wait, did he plan this, that she was going to walk by today? Because it couldn't have been planned because she wasn't planning on leaving the apartment. But. But the whole thing seemed like, okay, he's coming out and he's like, oh, let's get a dress. That's like the next scene. I got a party Mm -hmm. to go to uptown. Very fancy people. Do you want to come? She's like, "Are you serious?" He's like, "Yeah, we got to get you a dress." Not like, "Hey, go home." Yeah, and no. then meet me later. It's oh, we got to get you a dress, and yeah, it was so strange. And but I want to go back to the opening scene for a minute, mm-hmm. so that we can never move forward in this episode. Um, <laughs> uh, she says she wants space in uh-huh. the opening scene. When they're on the bed together. Which Mm -hmm. was the biggest argument about him building the wall. Yeah. He said you wanted more space. Like, and she said you wanted more space in general. And he was like, you want space away from me. That's why I'm building a wall. Mm -hmm. And then in this episode, she kind of confirms Desi's
1: thinking. Yeah. And also the wall isn't finished at all. Like the wall looks less finished than it was in the last episode. Yeah. I think they just stopped. Yeah. I don't know if they ever said, oh, let's do this. Yeah, I mean, it's so weird. Yeah. So then they, they, yeah, like they're they're trying on the dress, and Charlie's grabbing like nine dresses, and he just puts them in the thing, and he's like, "Here, try these on." He's like, "I gotta go to the bathroom," and he goes next door to some burrito place. And Marnie comes out in a red sparkly dress, and the store clerk is like, "Oh, that looks great." And then Marnie just spills her entire life to this poor store clerk lady. Yeah. <laughs> she's just like, Oh, thank you. That man that just left, that's my ex boyfriend. I'm married now. I don't know. I feel like I've been through so much in my life. Uh my and she's like, oh, I'm twenty five and a half. Like, who says and a half past, you know, four? Yeah. And like gets, what a child. And it's also twenty five and a half is being brought up twice. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Well, as soon as she says 25 and a half, the store clerk rolls her eyes and mm-hmm. I was like, okay, well, thank she, she's God, like I'm not the only one. She's like, it figures, like I, I figured or whatever.
2: And like, yeah, that happens immediately in the next scene. <laughs> like- yeah.
1: And uh I don't know. She says even more about what's going on in her life as if the store clerk would care. And she's kind of like, I don't know what's going on. I'm yeah. I had a fight with my husband and now I'm here. And then Charlie comes back. He's like, oh, that looks great. Uh, Let's go. And then just throws a bunch of cash on the counter. Grabs her stuff. And then walks out. out. Yeah, grabs
2: her stuff out of the dressing room, throws
1: the cash on the counter. And it's just like, all right, we got to go. And I'm like, what is happening? Yeah. Dude, if Marty had any sort of intelligence, she would have been like, whoa, that's you just pulled out a bunch of cash. Like, I don't know how much that dress was. But it's New York City. Yeah things are expensive and then he just whips out a bunch of cash like people having loads of cash on them is suspicious as fuck and it's 2016 so you know we've seen american
2: express card it's credit cards it's no way anyone's <laughs> paying crumpled cash
1: at amacord for that dress you know yeah and the store clerk doesn't stop him to be like hey whoa, whoa i got to count this money first buddy also you shoved 80 dresses into that uh <laughs> that dressing room Yeah, I mean, all of this is so suspicious. Yeah. And Marnie just is going along with it. And then so it's daytime. And then by the time they get to the party, it's the dead of night. Yeah. We just see like a quick montage of the sun going down Mm -hmm. in between those scenes. It's like, how far away were they walking? Like, is she just in this dress? She's complaining. She's like, I don't even have heels. So she had like sneakers on and shit. Yeah, he rushes her out in the middle of the day
2: being like, we got to hurry up and she's like i don't have heels or anything and then they just what do they do for the next three to four hours
1: before the sun goes down yeah i mean even if it was like i mean the sun was out like it wasn't like blue out golden hour or anything like it was the middle of the day yeah and then it's night yep and it can't be the winter or anything because she's wearing just like this strapless dress and Charlie's wearing just a jean jacket. And if someone's like, "Hey, I'm going to this party. It's fancy.
2: You need to get a dress." Mm-hmm. I can't see Marnie being the person that gets the dress and then is like, "I'm okay wearing some boots." Yeah, she
1: wasn't, and that's and the thing. Charlie wearing boots. boots. She's no. really they were her sneakers she was wearing sneakers because she when she left Desi's apartment she was in sweatpants and like a workout shirt and sneakers so she's wearing this dress with these like Jordan looking shoes okay yeah they, yeah um
2: also skipping ahead to the end real quick why does she not have them at the
1: end I have no idea okay she doesn't have shoes on at the end yeah I don't know before we get there yeah i just i just wanted to bring i just wanted to forget about that i'm just like no i I, believe believe me i wrote that down yeah okay um so they get to the they get to this party and it's in this huge fancy looking golden place and uh charlie so she's wearing a dress Mm -hmm. but charlie's still wearing jeans and a denim jacket and like a hoodie ripped jeans like, yeah yeah, and like work boots, yeah, like he's
2: not like so he's like jeans and a blazer like he does not look like his like you did even if he was just wearing his uh his plaid shirt tucked into his jeans like he was
1: mm-hmm. at his office like he's not dressed like that no and and they're not like fashionable jeans yeah. either they're like these are workman jeans, yeah. uh those are the ones that Brett Favre wears, okay <laughs> <laughs> he's wranglers or whatever they're called yeah. <laughs> so they get to the party, everyone else is where like Marnie fits in, Charlie very obviously does not. Yeah. They get to the party, Charlie's like you stay there. And Marnie's like what? No. And he's like no, you got to stay there. And she's like no, I'm following you. And he's like all right. Why would he need her to be at this party if he's like stay there and don't follow me? It, it this party doesn't make any sense to me.
2: Like Yeah. How long were they at this party? Like 10 minutes? It seems that way. Yeah, they couldn't have been there longer than an hour. Based off what happens
1: next. I would say they couldn't be there longer than a half hour. Probably. But yeah, based on what happens next, it had to be shorter than an hour. So he goes up to some random bald, old, old white guy uh you know you know the ones people you know the fat cats <laughs> <laughs> the high rollers the donald trump's of the world and that old bald white guy is with some hot young woman and charlie's like he goes up to the guy and he's like hey how's it going and then the old white guy's like oh hello brian that's where marnie should have been like what because she even does use like oh brian huh mm-hmm. And he's like, "Yeah, huh? This is a this is a lady. This is blah blah blah." And then he and the old white guy like go scurry off to do some quote unquote business, drug dealing, right? I guess that's what it sounded like because yeah. it didn't. The girl Masha or whatever, mm-hmm. didn't she say that Charlie's bringing the cocaine for them or something? He's, like, he's looking into getting a, the cocaine for tonight, and and then Marty's yeah. like, "Oh yeah, obviously," and I was like, "Yeah, what?" Yeah. Did you get filled in on this deal? Maybe. I i don't know. I was lost a little bit yeah. at this point. I, like, I didn't know what was going well, on. And you don't really is, get any answers. And this is where Marnie says,
2: how old are you to the girl? And she's like, 25 and a half. And then Marnie's like, mm-hmm. "It figures or something like that. And I'm yeah. like, oh, Marnie's like,
1: oh, of course. Uh, yeah, 25 and so a then, half is the fall off point, apparently. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> so then... The old white guy comes back. Charlie leaves for some reason. And then the old white guy is like, so uh, you're down to meet us upstairs in an hour. That's part of the deal, right? And I was like, what deal? What's the deal? And then Marnie's like, yeah. And he asks her her name and she says it's Margit Rivera's or something. Uh, Margit. Uh, what is it? Uh, Maguita Perez. M- Maguita Perez. Yeah. And the guy's like, "All right, well, how much does it cost?" And she's like, 300 up front." And then the guy pulls out three hundred bucks, and then she's like, "And it's a two hundred dollar extra fee for something going I above the tenth floor because I am afraid
2: going of heights, heights or something." So yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. That's that's fun uh, escort uh, haggling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did enjoy that. Yeah, and I was like, and then and I was like, she's really good at this though. <laughs> like, like like too good for her to have not be doing this or yeah. to like immediately decide that she's going to do this because mm-hmm. it my thought when this is happening is that oh we're still going to stay at this party right mm-hmm. so like yeah that's what i thought it's going to be weird when you hustle a guy and you're still there <laughs> mm-hmm. or like if, the, if charlie comes back and he's like hey all right we're just going to hang out with these people for a while and it's like I don't know, like, how does she know that I'm going to hustle, get the money, and bounce? Um, Because
1: she gets another 100 for dress rental. or Yeah, gown thing, because she's like, you don't want me to show up there in my jeans, do you? And the guy's like, ugh. So, she hustles this guy at $600. Mm -hmm. The guy goes, all right, meet me in room 1206 in an hour. Mm -hmm. And then he walks off. And then she just dips. Mm Mm-hmm i was like wow what a bad for as much money as this guy has and it's what a shrewd businessman he is like that's a terrible 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 investment right there you just give 600 bucks away and then leave uh you give 300, 300 up
2: front 300 after like mm-hmm. just any business deal you would think whereas cash like that that you would do it that way
1: yeah i mean this guy I don't know much about buying hookers, but I, uh, that can't be the, well, the let best me way tell to go you. about doing it. <laughs> Vance, our hooker expert over <laughs>
2: well, Yeah, You definitely want to deal with someone that's not Brian or whatever he was going by. Yeah. Like, was that part of the deal? He, he was like, I'm bringing... But here's the thing. Like, he was already going to this place before he ran into Marnie. Yes so and he didn't even and he seemed surprised afterwards that she had hustled him
1: for the money yeah he's like this did not seem like it was your scene at all i was like whose scene is it you don't fit in there at all either everyone's in suits and gowns and you're in uh canadian tuxedo Yeah, how did you even get past security like who let you in who are you what are you doing what's happening at this party I, and also, was he, was he, like, offering Marnie as a hooker? I, I don't know. I don't know. It, it's just, like, the
2: scene that comes out of nowhere and then just ends. I was like, okay, this is going to come back later. I was like, oh, they're going to run into this guy. Or, like, some people are going to be like, hey, stop passing off fake hookers to Charlie. Yeah. Like, And none of that happens. And at this point, I'm still yeah. thinking, this is some kind of weird dream.
1: The show doesn't yeah. do the dreams, but this is some weird dream. Well, it looks like they walk out of the place together, but Charlie left her alone with the old man and the old man did say something like this was part of the deal. So was Charlie just banking on her? Like the Marty that I know would have been like, okay, fuck that. That is not part of the deal. That guy's name isn't Brian. It's Charlie. I don't know what the fuck's happening here. But I don't approve it. I feel uncomfortable. I'm calling the cops. Yeah. But. I was waiting for the Marnie that
2: called out his friends who wanted to hit on her and yeah. quoting what's that story and calling her Maria or something. Like and being like, You're not even doing that right. Like that's the Marnie we know.
1: Yeah. That Marnie. not Margit. Yeah. Perez. But like I, I dude, it was so stupid. I mean and I like the, leave. I like the actual interaction, but I'm just don't get why it happened. Yeah then they leave and charlie's like wow i'm surprised you hustled that guy and she's like yeah well i'm pretty good at that kind of stuff he's like this does not seem like your scene she's like you don't know what my scene is you've been gone for two years i have a lot of life experience now
2: and now i have six hundred dollars and i'm rich let's go get some food
1: so then they go to a fancy italian restaurant it looks like giant meatballs giant they're eating They're eating the finest Italian spaghettis New York has to offer. The red wine is flowing. The music is is blasting. There's an accordion player. They're dancing. Nothing like dancing with
2: her in that bright red dress and Charlie just looking like he just came from cutting lumber. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. In that small place, in that small restaurant that small class yeah want, yeah
1: they're the only ones dancing <laughs> yeah, like, it looks like they were dancing in the kitchen at, yeah. <laughs> it's so small man so then after that they're like walking somewhere and Marnie's telling him like you know half of my album is about you and Charles like oh really she's like yeah Desi thinks that it's about him and the love that we share but it's actually about you and having someone that you think that you love, but not really knowing where it's going or where it went and how it became lost. Then Charlie is like, Hey, that's all real cool. Uh, Come over here, get on this boat. And it's like a,
2: like a little paddle boat. Well, they're in central park walking around and they just see those like
1: boats. And which I need to say, I don't know if you've ever done it, Vance, but have you, have you ever walked around Central Park at night? No. Dude, it's terrifying. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, no, doing Central Park
2: strolls at night are things you see in movies and not things that you're advised
1: to do as a
2: person that lives in
1: New York. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, I remember one time I was visiting New York and I was with my buddy a TIFF. And we, went, we were in Central Park. We went in like at sundown. And then it became night, and then we were lost mm-hmm. in Central Park, terrified because you know there's a bunch of homeless people there, or rats all over the place, and we when we finally got out of Central Park, like we were on the complete opposite end of it, mm-hmm. where we did not want to be, and we were so far from where we were supposed to be, yeah, and it was scary the entire time.
2: Yeah, uh, Central Park is huge, and. Mm-hmm yeah well if you're in it like
1: and you don't know where you go like because it's winding paths and mm-hmm. yeah do not want to be doing that but that's what exactly what marty and charlie are doing yeah. and charlie's like hey come on over here get on this boat and then marty's like that's not that's not our boat i was like did you have a boat <laughs> i do love charlie's reaction to that well that's not our boat like what are you yeah. talking about like yeah you just hustled a guy out of 600 bucks pretending to be a hooker if you're afraid to take
2: a uh, public it's like going to echo park and just like getting in one of those like little pedal boats and it's like mm-hmm. yeah we're just gonna take this boat we can't like sail into the ocean we're in the
1: middle of the <laughs> city like we're just, I'm me, just gonna have to come back for me the way that it was said it was like, that's not our boat, as if Charlie and Marnie had reserved a boat yeah. or they owned a boat and they're like, That's not our boat. Exactly. <laughs> that's but what Charlie was Charlie's right. like, Oh, that's not our boat. Fucking just get on the boat. Yeah. <laughs> so she gets on the boat and then they're paddling. And uh they uh Marnie's doing this flirty lip bite and then they start making out and then they fall into the water. Mm-hmm so romantic and then marnie's just underneath the water for an extended period of time just staring having some kind of artistic existential crisis yeah and then charlie pulls her up at this point i'm like
2: okay so it's a dream again <laughs> like we're still, yeah we're still playing that fine line that this is all just a dream right
1: yeah so charlie pulls her up and he's like whoa you had me worried there for a second and she's like yeah don't, sorry i just got lost in thought underwater i guess um, and he's like, well, I wasn't that worried because it's only like two feet deep. And I was like, then why were you fucking worried? Like, <laughs> and also she, yeah, whatever. It's
2: just, I know it's just there for like an artistic shot. And because, you know, oh, let's do that underwater.
1: Eyes open. It was thing. so stupid. I thought it was, so was going to be like
2: a long sequence of them making out and having sex underwater forever. And it was going to be like a sheep of water type situation where it's like oh God, that
1: movie sucks ass <laughs> we yeah you know, we're like the two people that don't like that movie but i mean yeah. there's other people that probably i mean don't like it but i mean it's here's the thing is the shape of water i believe is okay best picture no way that movie was fucking i can't
2: yeah it, no. it's not my jam i i have i have some issues with some of the things in that but
1: that's another podcast I, for another yeah that's an, that's that's <laughs> we can uh, go always watching shape of water <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, what I was thinking was when she was underwater, I thought that either number one, they were going to have sex or kiss underwater or she was going to be staring mm-hmm. and then you were going to cut to Charlie staring back at her. Yeah. I thought I was waiting for a shot of Charlie underwater and then like at least them coming together, but it was just her. No, it it, it was just him pulling her out from under mm-hmm. the water and be like, whoa, you were underwater for a while. What's up with that? It really takes...
2: Meeting up with your ex, uh, him being really shady, buying you a dress, crashing a party where you pretend to be an escort, and then falling off of a boat to say, you know what? I don't really love Desi. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> to have you think like, huh, maybe this isn't all it's cracked up to be. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Hmm. So they get on the subway soaking wet. Uh, they go, they're walking past they're in a shady part of town mm-hmm. and they walk past a guy who just says give me your bag and charlie's like what no And just keeps like dismisses him <laughs> yes. which i thought was fucking hilarious yeah. then the guy's like no i'm fucking serious give me your bag and your jewelry and charlie turns around and is like dude go back to your parents house fucking don't don't do this and then the guy's like no i'm fucking serious i'm robbing you Give me your bag. Charlie pulls out a knife, mm-hmm. sticks it in the guy's face. He's like, I told you to get fucking lost. Then that guy, the robber, pulls out a gun. And Charlie's like, oh, Jesus.
0: Give, her, give him your bag. Give me your wallet. Give him your earrings. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Which was
2: great. Because it really. Because yeah. I was like, oh, okay. I was thinking the title of this episode, uh, Panic in Central Park. And here they're back in Brooklyn, it seems.
1: What mm-hmm. where is that happening? And I'm just like, oh is charlie gonna die here i thought it was either charlie was gonna die or charlie was gonna kill the guy yeah i was like okay this is gonna get real dark yeah yeah but no, uh charlie retreats he tells marnie give him everything yeah. and then marnie's like he didn't say don't give him my earrings <laughs> he's like just give them to him to <laughs> he's gonna he was gonna ask <laughs> yeah uh So she gives it all to him and then he runs away. And then Marnie, I wrote this down because this is the most Marnie white privilege fucking white girl line ever. She says, I didn't know people get robbed like that anymore. (laughs) It's like you fucking. Uh, And it kind of goes with what happens towards
2: the end with what Desi says about her. Um...
1: But it was so... The person that robbed them didn't seem like the that's not the type of person that I would expect to like he didn't look like a junkie or anything. Well, I mean he, he just had, looked like a dude. He had that fizzy-ness
2: to him, so he could have been a tweaker but who who knows, but yeah, I mean, dude, I look more like a tweaker or junkie than that, but guy. I'm happy they didn't just cast a generic like, oh, this is what you've seen like because when you think about people who've robbed people, you're thinking of what you've seen on TV. Not yeah, what you've actually seen in real life. So like yeah, this is probably how yeah. it happens. Like it's not. It wasn't yeah. just like oh some like shady black guy or like a so Hispanic guy, like like yeah. Charlie's friends that did it. You know, at first no, yeah, and yeah, yeah, oh yeah. I did think this. I did think this was part of Charlie's hustle. Still,
1: I thought that Charlie's. Guy... I thought that this was going to end like that one Anne Hathaway movie where she becomes a prostitute for like a Mexican gang. What was that movie? I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh,
2: fuck. Well, I, I, thought, I thought Charlie had like said, hey, she's got this money. He made a phone call, said we're going to walk this way. Please rob us, you know? Like oh. because he, when he starts grabbing the earrings. It seems like he's, you know, hustling, you know, pretend to be tough. This guy steals stuff. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, oh, no, give the earrings too, you know, like, cause he knows she has the money on her. He knows she mm-hmm. has, like, that wedding ring. Um, the, uh, the movie
1: that I was thinking of is Havoc. I've never seen that. I don't even think I've heard of yeah. that. I thought I was going it, to, it, it's not like a big movie, no. but I think it was like one of the first ones where like Anne Hathaway showed her boobs or something. And, you know, it was 2005. I was 15 years old. She shows them in Brokeback Mountain. Oh, yeah, that's true.
2: Yeah. yeah. It's more boobs in know. that movie than uh, the wieners for, for, <laughs> for what it's about. Dude, that is very I'd, odd. I love the like Brokeback Mountain is a good movie. Like, really good. I've actually never seen it. It's really good. Um, Hall and uh, Heath Ledger kill it in that movie. Mm. It is insane that they let that movie be named Brokeback Mountain. Like, like it's so... <laughs> cool. It's just made to be memed and joked. Like, I remember seeing a trailer and then the title came up in the
1: theater and I was like, everyone was like, what? <laughs> yeah. So... After they get robbed, they go back to charlie's house and charlie's Charlie house charlie is a uh, trap house uh yeah, his abode yeah. which is does not have the nice uh built furniture and stuff that his old apartment had it is kind of like a mattress on the floor dark scary place Marnie mentions he's gonna a... Pl- plastic trash bag on his window mm-hmm. to keep the light out and he's like oh no i sleep in a lot And she's like i'm done trying to fix people you're just gonna like <laughs> this this is the person this is the time where you do need to fix somebody <laughs> this is the time where you realize, hey charlie does not have his shit together no dude there are so many red flags going on in this episode for you to be like charlie you shouldn't be around charlie yeah first off the people that he was with At the beginning, they seem very shady. Mm -hmm. Then pulling out the cash at the dress store, that's shady as fuck. Mm -hmm. Then going to this party in his Canadian tuxedo, letting you pass yourself off as a hooker, going by Brian, and then people saying he's bringing the cocaine for the night. That's not a good sign. Then him pulling out a knife. Like, the boat thing is the least... Egregious thing in this episode, I think. Oh, yeah, that's just casual, like rom com Like, if yeah. this was a rom
2: com and he just took her on our boat, that would be fine.
1: He like, pulls out a knife on the guy that's robbing them. That's yeah. fucking suspicious. Yeah. And then you go back to his place and he lives in a trap house. Squalor. He lives in squalor.
2: There's you know no I, other way. I think that place might be bigger than Marnie and Desi's, though. <laughs> So that's probably why oh, she, didn't, uh, she didn't flinch. She was like, oh, yeah, I can see that." Oh, this. wow. He's got a pretty big place. <laughs> yeah. no,
1: no half-built wall in the middle. Great.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so they're cuddling, and then Charlie's like, let's just run away. Let's run away together tomorrow morning. Let's just get up, run away, start a general store in a place that needs a general store. And Marnie's like, yeah, I don't need any of my stuff. I hate all of my stuff. My life sucks. Let's do it. Let's run away. And then they fuck. Which. uh,
2: Some notes on this one. Uh, Charlie mentions that he has money. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is like, what is he talking about? He has money? Okay, sure. Uh, He also has tattoos. Mm Mm-hmm. A lot of them. The one on
1: his chest says humble life. Okay, I didn't. I couldn't see what his uh, tattoos said because I have been watching this in standard definition and not high definition. And if it's dark, I don't see shit. <laughs> Why are you watching it in standard depth? Because it's four dollars cheaper. <laughs> All right, everyone just. Dude, a lot I about it I wish that this. Everybody. I wish that this was a video podcast to see the disappointment on Vance's face when I said that it was like for. I think it might be $10 cheaper. I, I'm going to go on the sidebar because I was like, hey, watch this on your
2: computer at one point with headphones because you're like, no, I want to watch it on the TV because I like to watch it big. And, and you're like, I can't hear it with the air conditioning and blah, blah, blah. And then I had to talk you into putting captions on so we could do a podcast the right way. And now you're saying that you're watching... A show that was made in 2016, in 2020, in standard def. To the point where
1: you can't read tattoos on someone's chest. Dude, I'm going to be honest. When they were walking through Central Park, I couldn't see Marnie and Charlie. Hey, um,
2: we're going to start a GoFundMe so you guys can send Joe $4. So he can splurge on the HD version.
1: Of yeah, for season six, for season six, I got to splurge on the HD so I can see what's happening. So his tattoo says "Humble Life." What's the one on his stomach? It just looks like a bunch of bars. I, uh,
2: I don't know. It looked like he had like a a wound there, or like one was being done, or something. I couldn't tell what was going on on his stomach.
1: Yeah, I, it looked like he had electrical tape taped on yeah, his. It, it looked chest. like he
2: just had a tattoo done or something, and the tape was. Oh, there or okay, something.
1: so look at Mister High Definition over here. He doesn't know what it, he's looking oh, at sorry, either. Sorry. <laughs> <I can> just- <laughs> I could tell the one that was on his chest clear as day because I watched it in HD.
2: And I watched so you, it on my laptop. So And I watched was it that, on my laptop.
1: Was that one bit of information worth $4? I don't even you know decided. if you've ever seen the Japan episodes right now. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, why is it all just blocky, shiny lights? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I don't know. It wasn't worth Like, was the humble life tattoo... Worth the $4. For me, it wasn't. <laughs> it's not. It's didn't, it didn't add anything to the episode? episode. What are you doing? <laughs> are you buying the whole season or episodes? I'm buying the whole season in standard def. So we have to wait until season six for me to get HD, which oh, the GoFundMe will fund. Just <laughs> You get to start your own GoFundMe. I'm not doing it. <laughs> Venmo me. Uh, it's uh, Joe-Welke. <laughs> venmo me the however much it costs, otherwise we're just gonna have no, to this continue this podcast. You have
2: to you have to
1: upgrade for the rest of the season okay well if you if you want to venmo me for an upgrade for the rest of the season, then it's gonna be thirty dollars, Charlie you've been living like Charlie like I wasn't gonna yeah. mention the trash bag behind you, <laughs> your oh God, so yeah oh, um. So they fuck. And then uh Marnie's after they bang Marnie's like, it's kind of cold in here. I'm gonna take a shower. And then Charlie says it's down the hall, which is another red flag. Was it in the
2: hall, like the hall of the building or whatever? Like what like or just in the it, hall of it's the It's like park. a communal shower, yeah. I think.
1: Yeah, that's what it seemed like. Like a dormitory. Or a hostel. Yeah. Or a trap house. He's living yeah. in a flop house, dude. Yeah. He's living in a trap house. Yeah. So Marnie goes to take a shower and then somebody like enters the the shower, like Mm. the room where the shower is. And I was like, what the fuck is this? This was like horror movie vaguely. I knew
2: someone was going to go in because I felt like they were in like the public bathroom spot, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So someone comes in, Marnie says hi. And then the girl that comes in, she's like, oh, late night, huh? Marnie's like, yeah, they're making like idle small talk. And then that girl... Just spills her life onto Marnie. Yeah, and she's like, played
2: by uh, Julia Garner
1: from Ozark and Americans. Two-time
2: mm-hmm. Emmy winner, Julia Garner. Really? Yeah.
1: Huh. I, I've never seen either of those shows, so I did not recognize her whatsoever. But uh, she's talking about how uh, her girlfriend left her at some train stop. I don't know. I wasn't really paying that much attention, to be honest.
2: it's something that almost implied either like she had like a lesbian relationship or that she was working as an escort or something too like it was I, i i again i didn't i was like kind of wrapped up in like oh this is julia garner here and then like what's gonna happen like i was like yeah i thought the story was gonna i thought something bigger was gonna happen past the story but yeah
1: me too i thought that it was gonna be like revealed that so she was gonna like oh who are you here with and she's like oh charlie and she's like charlie he's a fucking pimp or something or something was gonna come out of this well, but she, nothing comes out she's of credited in
2: in this episode as charlie's roommate that's her title
1: huh i mean
2: and it was her and the it, big thing is like she's like oh you're using my towel And then she, like, gives her a different tile. So,
1: I mean, I feel like... Maybe I'm giving uh, Charlie a little less credit than I should be. Maybe he does have an apartment if he has a roommate. Yeah. Maybe it's, like, a
2: really run-down apartment and it's two-bedroom. And I don't know. Because to me, it looked like a run-down hostel. Well, do you remember when... I know you couldn't see this in your SD, but do you remember when he comes in? (laughs) <laughs> when he comes into the uh apartment does he just walk straight into his room or does he open like an apartment door to get in
1: honestly i i i didn't see that not because of the sd yeah. but because i was writing down yeah, just, something about the robbery i wasn't sure if he would like pulled out keys and like
2: that's why i don't know if the way it's filmed too i can't tell if that's like just this one room or were they coming yeah. from like being in the apartment to I think, and but this I, is right after them falling off the boat, right? So I was like, all no, this
1: is up. after them getting robbed. Oh, after them
2: getting robbed. Yeah. So I was like, still like thinking about that and being like, wait, what's going on?
1: Yeah. I was writing down, like, I was writing down that quote. I didn't know people get robbed anymore mm. uh, while they did that. But I'll give it to you, Vance, that if I did see it, I probably wouldn't have been able to tell anyway because the SD. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're sad, Joe. Yeah. yeah. So the girl, that's, and she's like, oh, give me my towel back. <laughs> she gives Marnie another towel. And then she says, hey, you have nice tits. And Marnie's like, thank you. And so Marnie goes back to Charlie's apartment. And now it's morning somehow. Well, I think when she goes to the bathroom, it's morning.
2: I think, oh, is I it, think that's like, at, because they cut to, they have sex and then time passes. And then they cut to like the next day. Yeah, okay.
1: Yeah. That makes sense. So she knocks something off of the bed and she finds a needle on the ground and she's like charlie what the fuck is this how did you not see this coming
2: and he also has the rubber like it's not just a needle it's like a vial and then also the like rubber tourniquet that you would use to like find a
1: vein to shoot up heroin yeah and charlie's like oh i'm diabetic and she's like sure you are that was my favorite line of charlie
2: <laughs> <laughs> just like oh, i'm diabetic that's it yeah
1: <laughs> like,
2: Obviously, like and now that was like the thing where she's like oh well now i can't be with you right what that's the deal breaker i like i could have it would have been just fine if she walked in there saw him sleeping and just was like what am I doing? And just left.
1: Yeah. Him. Like she didn't yeah. need another thing. So it, she leaves. Uh, doesn't have her shoes. For what reason? Why? The did robber they, didn't take her shoes. No. Did he?
2: No. She should, She also can change out. Well, she got rid of the bag. So she doesn't have yeah. her clothes or whatever. But
1: yeah, I was curious about
2: that too. And I was like, oh yeah, the bag. Also does not seem concerned about not having a phone or wallet, credit cards. No, uh, no. Nope. She just um, walks out of the trap house and all the money she's lost, losing that, <sighs> losing her wedding and engagement ring.
1: Yep. You no. Know. So she starts walking around barefoot, walking around New York City, New York City, barefoot, cleanest city in the world. She's definitely
2: getting hepatitis or something like, well, I was thinking about that when she was walking. I was like, okay, so I wonder all the work put into like clean, like just to sweep the streets. Cause there are people that walk around outside barefoot. I don't yeah. think, uh, Alison Williams is that person, you know? So I'm like, yeah. Hey, you guys are gonna have to make sure the path that she's walking
1: on is
2: like <laughs> clear, you know? Like,
1: yeah. 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 I don't think, uh, any smart person would do that. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, Marnie, I guess she was just trying to get out as soon as possible. Left her shoes there. Who knows? You, you, you don't have to rush when someone's uh, on heroin. I'll t- yeah, when someone's <laughs> like passed the fuck out on heroin. And you're not freaking out by the roommate because she didn't freak you out either. I'm going to be real. I have a prediction based on everything that's happened in this episode. Okay. I am predicting that Marnie gets like some like hepatitis or... Or at HIV or something. Wow, that is a big prediction. <laughs> yeah, Dude, as soon as she started fucking Charlie, I was like, this is not smart at all. You've seen all the shady shit that this guy has been up to, and then you're just going to bang him. And it didn't look like they even had a condom. You know, like that. But it's Charlie- dude, oh, something So
2: you would go with that instead of her just being pregnant with Charlie's kid and never being able to find Charlie? Oh my God, that'd be Oh,
1: that she, would be. She,
2: I, I'm going to make that my prediction then because I'm pregnant with Charlie's kid.
1: Adam raises the baby with her. Well, <laughs> I did. I had a little thought after <laughs> what happens next. So she walks all the way back to her apartment where Desi is sitting on the stairs with a pillow because he's been waiting all night for her and like wondering where she is and concerned generally. Mm mm-hmm. She walks up, and this is the most sense that Desi has ever made in this show. She walks up, and Desi goes, What the fuck? Where have you been? Where did you get that dress? Where are your shoes? Where are your rings? What happened to you? Mm-hmm. And Marnie's just like, Yeah, sorry. Uh, I don't want to be married to you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and she says in that accent. yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, sorry,
2: bub. I don't want to be married to you anymore. <gasps> we good, pal? She punches him on the shoulder. <laughs>
1: yeah. And Desi's like, what the hell is happening? And he's like, okay, I guess I'll have to take it. But uh, it's not going to end well for you, I don't think. And I was like, what? Yeah, I was getting real (laughs) threatening vibes. I thought he was like, oh, I'm not giving you a divorce or something. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, what do you mean it's not going to end well for me? And then Desi's like, look, you're probably going to get murdered. You have such little awareness about the world. It wouldn't surprise me if you get murdered. You're going to, he just kept repeating, like, you're going to get murdered. Yeah. And I was like, What
2: we've seen, he's not 100% wrong. Yes. But, wow, I was like, is this show really going to do that? (laughs) Yeah. Would this show kill off (laughs) Marnie? Yeah, dude. It's
1: just like. If if she dies, then Desi's right, and the show doesn't want Desi to be right. No. Nobody wants Desi to be right because he's the worst. But also, Marnie's the worst. And she goes on a rant about, like, she doesn't know who she even is anymore. And the last couple years don't even feel real. And she's got some serious shit to work out. And she doesn't know anything. But the one thing that she does know is she does not want to be with Desi. And uh, Desi says, why, Why are you doing this? Like, just try to remember the beginning, the hope. And then Marnie goes, The beginning? You mean when you had a girlfriend and you, I'd see you like twice a week and we'd fuck and you'd cover my face with a pillow because you couldn't stand the guilt of cheating on your girlfriend? And then Desi's like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and doesn't Marty say something about like I got
2: married because I wanted to know that I could have the everything I dreamed of or whatever?
1: Yeah, she says something like uh, she got married because she didn't want to give up on another dream. Is the a dream just to be married? Because guess what? You... Have plenty of opportunities. I feel like
2: that. Like, yeah I mean, sure, it's hard to find, but you knew she knew right away she didn't love this guy. Like, yeah, and getting married like to Desi was
1: just going to be a horrible end game. Yeah, dude, it was the dumbest thing. And then like, even she's like, dude, you need to go to therapy. I definitely need to go to therapy. I don't know if you're going to go to therapy, but I got some shit to work out. Uh, she's like i'm spiraling which is what i've been saying for the last two seasons i mean her whole thing about like i don't know where i
2: am is the same stuff she was saying to uh ray when she was complaining to ray before they hooked up and i was like yeah i'm like ray you're dodging such a bullet here man yeah dude like this girl's a mess right now
1: so then uh we see hannah in bed with fran and then marnie comes in and uh gets into bed with them which uh does she still have a key to Hannah's place? I didn't think that they were that cool anymore. And also, is Fran going to be cool with, like, waking up? Like, who oh, the fuck? <laughs> I, know. I was waiting for that moment, too. Like, <laughs> Me,
2: too. And it's an interesting way to have that happen after last episode. Where Hannah would have been saying, hey, I think I'm going to break up with Fran. She goes through her, like, experience, her lesbian experience of the thing. And, like, it's, it's really tough to tell what she's thinking. And then mm-hmm. the only tidbit we get is that she's in bed with Fran arm around him seem like everything's copacetic yeah yeah I don't know and I hate I'll say it all the time like we do not get female friendships and relationships but I Mm -hmm. hate that Marnie always comes to Hannah when something bad happens to her and then she's like wants to cuddle up you know it's trash
1: marnie i mean i th- the. you gotta be there episode, for the we good did times our...
2: and the bad you can't be there just for the just for the
1: the bad times the last episode we did our likability rankings i had marnie at the bottom and this episode just further cemented that like she is uh-huh. firmly entrenched uh-huh. Shoshana in the ended up at the bottom Shoshana's at the bottom
2: yeah we did a whole thing and we made Shoshana at the bottom I don't know. I must have I been
1: listening to our podcast up, it, back again in in SD. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
2: you, you're listening to this on AM
1: radio. Yeah, like you're stealing. You're stealing the. I'm the pirating our was... own podcast. <laughs> the podcast that
2: oh. we've created together. <laughs> no, uh, no, we put Shoshana down because of all of her what she did to Yoshi and. Uh, if you mess with the boys in these shows We lower your ranking
1: Which you did yeah. to Yoshi and uh, and uh, soup, soup guy And uh, Scott yeah. the soup man uh, Yeah and that's the episode uh, it, I did not like this episode I'm happy that she's not Sticking with Desi yet, and I hope that we don't see Desi anymore Well I think we'll still uh, see him Like I don't think this is, I don't think this
2: is the end of Desi for, At least for think I think we'll get another episode and a half out of him at least. Do you think this is the end of their musical partnership? That was the thing I wanted to think about. Like, when she was planning to run away with Charlie, she's like, I, I don't like any of my stuff. I'm going to go. Yeah. And I'm like, it's like, do you, you have, like, a, a record deal? Like, do you- <laughs> Isn't that your job? Like, I don't think they have other jobs. I think their job is making music, which is great. Mm-hmm. But how does this, like, I think that's the thing that keeps Desi around for at least the rest of the seasons, that they have to go and and do music. And if you do music, you have to go on tours. And if you're going tours you're being with that person so I don't know
1: I have no fucking idea <laughs> do you have any final thoughts Wait, on this? you had, you no, you had some predictions though you said. no my prediction was that Marnie's going to get HIV or hepatitis or oh. something but then I said think. my prediction the little sneaking thing at the end was when she broke up with Desi I was like well now she's open for Adam oh, okay <laughs> <laughs> that was when I was as soon as I saw that they were breaking up I was like, "Oh, she's open. well Adam, I slide was, on it." I am going to I'm going
2: gonna, I'm gonna to say it's more likely that she's pregnant with Charlie's baby than she is that she's got HIV or some like incurable STD.
1: But don't you think that that's something that girls would do? They would do it just give somebody
2: they, HIV. No, they would do it with a a fringe character. They wouldn't do it with one of the main four.
1: Okay, like layered or something.
2: Uh, yeah, not not with layered now, but layered. Like, if he wasn't with Adam's sister, you know, something okay. like that. Like, it could be uh, Elijah's old boyfriend, pal, could like mm-hmm. show up and be like, "Hey, I have this. You might want to blah blah blah, or whatever." You know, mm-hmm. they would do something like that to have it be an issue. But I don't think you have they would, an issue that needs to be tackled or whatever. Or just so you could talk about it or whatever. But I don't think they would put that kind of thing on a main character because that would override the whole season like it wouldn't be like oh marnie has hiv that's an episode no that would just be what they talked about for like
1: the next 10 episodes like it would always be there i don't know man i'm worried about marnie because when she does when they start fucking i think charlie does say something like oh i think he was just reacting to putting it in like, I don't think that I don't
2: was, know, man. I don't think he I don't was, know.
1: I don't I think that that's like a little like hint of like, <laughs> you think, uh, you think okay.
2: people <laughs> like they have STDs or HIV when they have sex with people, they go, oh, like, dude, <laughs> you think that was the mo- you think that was the moment he realized he remembered that he had it, not the whole not the whole day that was
1: planning towards this. See, I think that this was just such a weird thing in fantasy that once it came to that, like he, he, he'd he have difficulty telling her that just be. And also like Charlie's a fucking shady person. Yeah, but we don't know who he's banging. Yeah, but he's doing needle drugs. Dude, they've been banging
2: random people all the time. Like, I don't think he's been doing needle drugs. Yeah, sure.
1: I'm just saying he's probably, ba- he's, he's in, it seems like the world of prostitutes. He's doing needle drugs. He's a drug dealer like he's not up to good things. Hmm. I think if she got any
2: type of sexual transmitted disease it would be something curable, like easily curable, not a long-term thing.
1: All right. Well, also I'm sticking you don't to my guns. Hepatitis. If
2: if she ends up with like HIV, like then she can't date she can't date Ray. She can't hook up with Adam.
1: Like sure she can. She can just say that she has HIV and then like do the treatments. People with HIV they're fucking love lives don't end when they get HIV uh,
2: I don't know enough about that but I don't think you're just having sex with people with HIV like if Charlie had HIV I don't think he would be I don't think that's exact. I don't think that's fully right like that's how you catch <laughs> HIV I don't know why you would be having why Ray would have sex with her with HIV like that's because
1: Ray loves her
2: all right. Uh, if anyone knows information, <laughs> like feel free to write in and we will bring it up next podcast. Because I just don't know enough about that. I've seen commercials yeah, I mean, for like Truvada and stuff like that, or whatever
1: those commercials that air, or like prep or whatever. Yeah, but I don't know. Exactly. Uh, but like, don't do you think that only people like people with HIV only date other people with HIV? Uh, maybe, probably. Like, I don't think like.
2: If you knew no way, a girl, dude. if you knew a girl had HIV, you would still sleep with her.
1: I mean, if you like knew more about it, but like just because maybe I wouldn't, but other people would. Like people with HIV, like it is like a serious thing, yeah. but it doesn't mean that like they're incapable of dating anyone anymore, or you know. I don't know. All right, well we'll have to find out on the next episode, which I don't think we'll address this at all. I don't think it
2: ever is gonna come up. <laughs> I think
1: I think if you if this prediction of yours is true, feel
2: free to just shout it from the rooftops. But I'm saying I'll rub it in I'll, I, yeah, get on my on the rooftop of my apartment building. Yeah.
0: Marty had try- <laughs> child.
2: Yeah. I'm thinking if anything, she's like pregnant with Charlie's baby. Or she's pregnant and doesn't know if it's Charlie's or Desley's or whatever. But other than that Oh, I'm that'd forget. be wild too. I think that's more entertaining than a character going through what you're talking about
1: <laughs> i don't know it seems like that'd be something that uh lena dunham would like want to be like an issue that she wants to tackle like hey like this is what it's like when you blah blah, blah. like there've been abortions yeah but like that's not and, a
2: like that's not a, that's something you could tackle in an episode or two not like something that like changes the person's outlook
1: for like the rest of the series well maybe that question will be answered in the next episode which is titled Hello Kitty <laughs> uh,
2: I think that's going to be more of a Shoshana episode <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh god any final thoughts on this one before we wrap it up? no you've depressed me <laughs> All right, well, thank you for listening, everybody. Uh, Stay tuned for the next episode, where we talk about Hello Kitty. See ya.
2: Get in. That's not our boat. That's not our boat? Did you really just say that? Shut up. (laughs) That's not our boat? (laughs) Oh no, oh no, it's not a boat.